0: Welcome back to Between the Sheets with Melissa and Scarlett, episode eight. Wow, we're already at eight. Okay. Yes. That was fast. Very fast. <laughs> so we are going to start right into it. All right, go. This is from Livescience.com. Okay. One of my Which favorite is not, websites. I fucking love science, but live no. science. Yes. It's, okay. it's different, but equally amazing. All right. And it's hashtag. Junk off.
1: Okay. What oh, I, I sent this to you. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. It was
0: so horrifying. Oh, the fucking dolphins. Oh. I woke oh, up to this. Oh, oh. I was a lying in bed because before I even get out of bed, I reach over, I pick up my <laughs> iPad, and I look at my messages, and I get this message, and I'm like, yay, animal genitalia. And I did
1: say serious mind bleach. Yes. Yes, you did. I did. I just i i i warned you. Oh my god! Oh my god! i was so horrified by this.
0: So you know the the to really experience this, you have to kind of like see the pictures. Yeah. But I wanted to bring it up just because it 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 needs to be discussed. Okay. All right. All right. So let's. I'm just gonna read it. Yeah. This is pretty good here, and this is by Stephanie Pappas. I gotta give her a little shout out because okay. kudos to her for writing this. Did you know that black m- <laughs> sorry, male black widow spiders have corkscrew-shaped genitals, or that barnacle penises are up to eight times the length of barnacle bodies, or... <laughs> How do you say this word? I,
1: e- you're asking me? I can't. I'm blind as a bat.
0: E-C-H-I-D-N-A-S. Where? Echidna- Ech. Where? Echidnaz? Echidnaz have frankly horrifying eganids. I yeah, I can read. have frankly horrifying foreheaded dangly bits. Dangly bits. Dangly bits. You have to say that with a British accent. Dangly bits. Dangly bits. Dangly bits. Bloody dangly bits. <laughs> That's terrible, I know. Yeah, but yeah. it's okay. Um so yeah, so it basically the scientists on Twitter have been sharing their research photos of miscellaneous Animal genitalia, genitalia. Yeah. With the hashtag junk off. So if you go to Twitter. <laughs>
1: and you hit junk off.
0: Junk, you're going to be scarred for life. <laughs> like until you
1: see a dolphin penis. <laughs> oh my God. the do- I don't know why the dolphin one was just, oh, you know, happy Corny, whatever dolphins jesus fucking christ no wonder
0: i know i know but some of them are kind of beautiful like whatever this is it, leopard slugs mating have the prettiest junk of all and it's true yeah, it's no, kind of beautiful. Really beautiful it's yes. sort of like glowy white color it's really nice iridescent sex iridescent sex only the best kind um what then the they have heck is that this is a They have a direwolf baculum from Rancho La Brea at the La Brea Tar Pits. And its penis, it appears to actually have a bone bone in it. it. Yeah. So a literal boner. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, But this here that I read, okay. Alligators, for example, have enormous permanently erect penises made of connective tissue called collagen. Instead of inflating with blood like most mammalian penises, the alligator penis pops out of the cloaca, the, <laughs> the, the alligator all-purpose... Come
1: on, come on, let's get your science on. I know,
0: right? The alligator all-purpose genital and waist opening, that's its little parenthetical definition of that word, With the help of rubber band-like tendons and muscles. And yes, there is a video. So if you go to this lady's site, you can see all of the... uh, If you go to livescience.com...
1: You get to see alligator penises in action.
0: Yes, actual freaking video. And then, this one is particularly fun. Okay. Even creepier are the detachable genitalia of the male orb web spider... I'm not even going to try to pronounce the Latin. Here. <laughs> the palps or sperm transferring organs of these spiders stay attached to the female when mating is done in part so they can keep working if the female spider decides to chow down on her mating partner.
1: Okay, so she decides to eat him. His detachable penis is already in her vagina and so there you go. Yes. Wow, that's rough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not rough. Nom. Wow. Right? I That that would suck. That's that's sort of the pinnacle for me. I mean, I you know, I already have like arachnophobia pretty bad. Okay. Yeah, so see, I'm
1: not that scared. I mean, I don't like them. I don't like spiders, but I'm not going to kill them.
0: See, I don't like to kill anything, but I have just this like weird primal you know fear. You know my theory on that though. I think yeah? everyone
1: I, I, I think everyone carries that within them, and it's the way that spiders move. It's the way that arachnids move. It's the way that millipedes move. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, like, it harkens back to, like, the dawn of time when, like, our when spiders were six feet tall and, like, we had to run away from them and be truly scared of them when they were our masters instead of us killing them.
0: Right, because now we get to step on them and squish And then you know,
1: I think it's a genetic trace memory.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. It makes a, it really because does. even
1: children who don't know what spiders
0: are are afraid of spiders, right? So. And, so, and the same with some people with snakes. I'm yeah. I'm personally weirdly not afraid of snakes. I like snakes. Yeah, I like them too. But um, but I know people who are like deathly afraid of snakes. Where if they see them you know, you can see all color drains from their face and they're, like, paralyzed and screaming, you know? So, yeah, I think that's true, definitely. So... What are we on to next? What we're doing next, and this is kind of funny because a couple like a week or so ago, Scarlett sent me this. No, I said, it was a couple weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. and then the other day, I happened, I stumbled upon it of my own accord, and then sent it back to you her. You sent it to me
1: yesterday, and you're like, "Oh, we should use this for the pod show and uh, for the podcast." And I was like, "Hey, <laughs> I sent that same fucking article to
0: you like two weeks ago. Damn it!" So anyway, we figured it was kismet; it had to happen. We have to do it. And it's gonna be fun because I can't pronounce any of these words, so we get to all laugh at me as I try to read them. Cool. Um some of them,
1: laughing at me. Well, you know what? It
0: would be funnier if I did it because I can't even read them. Yeah, it's, so. and well the text is also kind of terrible. Blind. But um, so what it is, and it's kind of making the rounds on the inter- internet right now, the internet. <laughs> the internet? The internet. A tonic. I was
1: gonna say have another cocktail <laughs> this
0: time. <laughs> 23 emotions people feel but can't explain one sonder okay the realization that each passerby has a life as vivid and complex as your own sonder sonder okay i get lost in this sometimes i don't know about you but i've had times where like because i love people watching i can sit at a cafe and i can just watch other people for hours and i start inventing in my head like little stories about them and like you know little backstories and like what their deal is and who knew that there was like an actual word for that
1: there's a word the fact that you know that outside of your
0: own little self-obsessed bubble that <laughs> The world exists what do you mean i'm at the center of the universe <laughs> damn it um number two opia the ambiguous intensity of looking someone in the eye which can feel simultaneously invasive and vulnerable
1: you know, so you know, when you like meet those narcissists and they give you that narcissistic stare that goes on for way too long, then now you know exactly what you're feeling. Exactly. You feel invaded and wish they'd just get the fuck away from you. <laughs> <laughs> see, Excuse me, but you're giving me
0: opia. You're giving me... Uh, see, now, I've had this feeling, though, in a positive light. Because um, there was a long time ago, there was a particular celebrity... Um, and we he asked to pose for a photo with me it was kind mm-hmm. of a jokey situation and we the photo was our foreheads together and we were staring deeply into each other's eyes Uh-huh. and I felt definitely invaded and vulnerable mm-hmm. but, there, but it was like a good feeling no
1: it could be if it's if it's somewhere where you have good energy. i mean come on we've all done that with lovers yeah. or who, whatever else yeah it's like a beautiful thing but i'm just so, saying it can be creepy too it can
0: be totally creepy too absolutely yeah. number three <laughs> Mo- monocopsis <You> <laughs> or monocopsis i'm not sure if the ch is a ch or a k i don't know monocopsis perhaps the subtle but persistent feeling of being out of place. Oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I suffer from that all the time. Really? Yeah. See, I have like, well, it's weird.
1: Well, no, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes.
0: I, 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 I've had this sometimes. But, but I it's have it more out of time. Like, I, I don't think I was. More like, anac- anac- <laughs> anacronyp. Anacro No. And are, what the fuck is the word? I don't
1: know. I don't know what you're you're going for. There's a
0: there's a word that means out of time. Anachronistic. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yes, no, I feel I feel a little bit out of time.
1: And yeah, I mean I don't sometimes wonder how the fuck I ended up on this planet, but yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know that feeling.
1: Yeah. That one I have a
0: lot. Number four. Enumant or Enumement? Depending uh, on if it's French or not. Enouement? Uh, wait, you have to make it bigger. You know I'm blind. Oh, and enouement. enouement. Okay. The bittersweetness of having arrived in the future, seeing how things turn out, but not being able to tell your past self. Wow! That's a deep one.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know that I've, I've had...
0: I've definitely had that. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, I had some fucked up experiences in my youth where... Will you arrive in the future? Well, I think what it is is it's a a feeling of, you know, you're here now. And okay. you have some vivid memory of something that happened to you when you were young. And I, I feel like it's more like a feeling of wish... Are which, you
1: sure that's what it's saying?
0: Yeah, the bittersweetness of having arrived in the future. So you're here now. You see how things turn out but you can't go back and tell your past self. Oh, okay. So you can't go back and say, like, 12-year-old you, like, don't worry. I know it's all shitty right now.
1: (laughs) 12-year-old you, don't play with that pack of matches. (laughs) 12-year-old you, put down that crack pipe because you're going to (laughs) really regret that.
0: (laughs) Oh, that just reminded me of the time when I was, like, 12, and I decided I was going to toast marshmallows in the fireplace alone in my house That was a bad idea. Did you set something on fire? I set the carpet on fire. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a big black patch. And I was like, how do I hide this? I'll just put a little rug over it. Look, I just rearranged the living room, Dad. I swear. Okay, I get that better now. All right. Number five. Velicor or Velchor? I have to make it bigger. I think it's velichor. Velichor. The Strange Wistfulness of Used Bookshops. Oh, I love that. I loved. I, to, I love to use
1: bookshops. The I, smell. You know, I love the, the smell. And, like, I used to live above one, and they would hold books for me, and they would get antique books for me, and and, I don't know. I just loved going in and searching. You know, like, I'd have favorite authors and go and look for Bukowski and go and look for Ballard and go and look for, you know, and it just, like find something that i'd never read by them before another you know version of a book that i already had six of but i didn't have that version
0: right but yeah you love that there's a place in provincetown in massachusetts on the tip of the cape cod called Mm -hmm. tim's used books Mm -hmm. and it's off there's this like little pathway like there's commercial street which is the main drag through provincetown and as you're walking along There's a sign that says Tim used books, and I think it's in yellow. And then there's this, like, little enchanted pathway that leads you off the main road and into this house that is just filled to the brim with old books. And the second you walk in, you just get that smell, that unique library smell. And it's my favorite place to go whenever I go back east. And I'm always looking for Philip K. Dick books that I don't have or that they haven't made, you know, reprints of. And it's, you know. There's a
1: bookstore like that in le Chateau. Like, le Chateau has kind of its commercial bookstore, but it still sells all the freaky mystery books. And then next to it is an old atelier that has like all the old um, sorcery tombs and, and like just stuff that you can't find anywhere. And yeah, it's all in French or some of it's in German, none of it's ever in English. But even still to have those books in your hand and to in the smell of them in the old paper spent hours in there spent a lot of money in there too but yeah
0: nice okay so number eight <laughs> this is, looks like a german word i'm gonna assume and i don't know how, uh, how i'm gonna get through it but wait i can do it give it to me mauer bauer tra- mauer bauer traurikite mauer bauer tra- okay the inexplicable urge to push people away, even close friends who you really like.
1: Okay. I'm glad there's a word for it.
0: I think I suffer from this every day <laughs> of my life. <laughs> I always want to push people away. People drive me crazy. And when I hate it because I love people at the same time. And I, have, I constantly have these conflicting thoughts in my head where I'll be like... I hate everyone, leave me alone, mixed with, I wonder what everyone's up to and how are they. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know, I'm psychotic. But that's a good word. Yeah, no, that's very good. I'm glad that there's a word for that. So, next one, number nine. Oh, this one I totally can relate to. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Oops. Juska. Juska. A hypothetical conversation that you compulsively play out in your head.
1: Oh my god, I'm so... I I mean, come on, we're writers. We're gonna be... What writer hasn't done that? uh, uh, Oh god, yeah. (laughs) Constantly. Constantly. It's like a running... It's like always in the background. That's why I sometimes wonder if I don't suffer from, like, low-grade schizophrenia in some sort of weird way, just because when... Especially when I'm working on a story or working on scripts, like... Not only do I dream about these characters and like dream up new scenes. I mean, you you you've seen my process, but I actually kind of hear them talking to me where I can hear their tone of voice, I can hear what they're going to say. You know, they oh, absolutely. They, they, take they become on their real own people little lives. But yeah, yeah. And, and they we fully have conversations.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. Yes. And you might try to write them into something and then they disagree with you. Oh, yeah, or they just like, they no, do exactly the opposite
1: of what you want them to do. It's like when well, we were writing *Ceremony*, 2 and, and then the character of Baisak just appeared one day. He wasn't even in. The, I mean, we knew that we wanted this sort of character to be the priest, and we'd, but he wasn't fully fleshed out. And as soon as he appeared, he was taking over every fucking scene. And I was like, I can't control him. <laughs> like,
0: rein him in. Rein yeah. him in. No, he's a big personality. Yeah. Number 13, ellipsism. Number lucky 13. A sadness that you'll never be able to know how history will turn out. You just made a funny face. (laughs) See, I can relate to this. Wait, I don't get it. So basically meaning that you acknowledge the fact that you're not immortal, you're going to die someday, and you're not going to know what's going to happen in the future. Oh, okay. But see, I, I believe that we are immortals, so... But see, this drives me crazy, though. This is something hey. that I struggle with because, like, I'm such a future tech person, and I so desperately want to know, you know, what's going to happen a thousand years from now. But you will know. Hopefully. But I, you know, but I want my own body and my own...
1: You will. It's, <laughs> it's just be <been> another version. <laughs>
0: Number 14. I don't
1: want to know how the history of this planet turns out. I hope I'm not here.
0: Oh, I totally do. Especially, like, if you fast forward many, gosh, who knows, billions of years, perhaps, when the when the sun finally dies when we're out. When we dinosaurs again. And the planet <laughs> is on the brink of, like, nothingness. I, I totally want to know. All right. When all that we've ever known fades away.
1: It's going to happen a lot sooner than
0: that. <laughs> Number sixteen, exolanus ansis exolansis ex ex exolans <laughs> exolansis exolansis. The tendency to give up trying to talk about an experience because people are unable to relate to it.
1: There's a word for that. I love it. Right. That's great. This is like That's my a- whole
0: existence <laughs> on this planet. <laughs> What do you mean? You don't know what I mean. When I said I was on the rocks and I had this like weird discourse with the stars overhead. What do you mean you can't relate? Yeah, exactly. Well
1: Yeah. (laughs) What do you mean? I told you that I was, you know, up in a castle and that I saw some kind of interdimensional being. You know, I mean why can't you relate? Come on.
0: Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) (laughs) That one's gonna I need to highlight that one and circle it. Yeah. Number nineteen. Notice Tollins. Tollins, okay. The realization that the plot of your life doesn't make sense to you anymore. (laughs) Drop the thread.
1: (laughs) The plot of my life has never made sense to (laughs) me. Right? I, can, I was talking with somebody um, from the Gnostic Eglise, and he was saying, yeah, you know, that's the beauty about Gnosticism, is that you can look back and understand that your life has been heading towards this one goal, and I was like, not my life. <laughs> I was like, my life is a fucking mishmash of a bizarre tree. coincidences and extreme synchronicities and it makes no kind of fucking sense to anyone least of all to me
0: i picture a tree a many branched tree oh my god where I'm, it's like I'm you like, start out in this I'm one like place ladder
1: of miscorrespondences is what it is right it's insane
0: <laughs> but does it have to make sense i don't think i don't so. think so
1: i don't want it to make sense no because
0: that's supposed i don't fun. Need, i don't uh, yeah
1: i was saying i don't need it to make sense
0: yeah the journey of the unknown. of chaos yeah yeah and that's what everything is. It's all chaos. Number 20, onism. Onism, yeah. The frustration of being stuck in just one body that inhabits only one place at a time. I don't believe it.
1: I mean, I, I guess that's your perception and how you perceive things to be, but you know, I know people that, that believe that they're in three different places at three different times. Who am I to
0: say that they're not? When I was a kid, the first time I had an out-of-body experience, I was lying in my bedroom in Menden, Massachusetts. And it was that weird twilight moment where you're still awake, but you're starting to drift off into sleep. Yeah, when you're that hypnagogic. Exactly. And I knew I was in bed, and I could feel myself in bed. But I also, a part of me, and the more conscious part of me, felt myself slip out my window, my open window, Mm -hmm. and fly over my town, and I had never seen a photograph or any sort of aerial view of my town, because this is way before Google Maps. but then, you, yeah, but then Maps. you knew what it was. But I saw it. You know, I yeah. saw my town, and that was, like, the first time where I was like, you can totally get out of your body.
1: Yeah. It's, you, you know, reality, I mean, we're not going to get into quantum physics, because this will go on forever, but right. reality is what you make it. You yeah. expect the unexpected. Right. You it's very up. existentialist yeah. you
0: define your own reality
1: it's totally true though you create the world
0: you live in you do yeah. yeah and so if you're miserable
1: it's not even miserable if you believe that this is all that there is then this is all that it is it right. quantum locks around you right if you believe that there's more and whatever else
0: there's more anything
1: can happen yeah you Absolutely. Know? the world
0: is magical magic exists yes in between the seams So that concludes our list of... (laughs) Our long list. Our long, a long list of emotional words. Um, So let's see. We have a little tiny bit of time left. I think we should do our weekly installment of a book synopsis. Okay, yes. This is the one that's going to... Either people will laugh or it will piss them off. Yes. And
1: either way... I thought it was funny. I think it's a funny idea. Although, I don't... Oh, wait. I'm not... I'll give the punchline away. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah.
0: Don't give the punchline. I'm going to read it. So, the title is Kanye West (laughs) Reanimator, like
1: Herbert West Reanimator,
0: right? Inspired by Lovecraft. Yes, for you
1: Lovecraft fans out there.
0: The author is Joshua Chaplinsky. All right. And it reads, "Of Kanye West, who was my friend in college, and after he dropped out." I can only sp- I can speak only with extreme sadness. So begins this epic cautionary tale of ambition and hubris. A bizarre mix of Lovecraft and hip-hop history, Kanye West reanimator reimagines the classic story, Herbert West reanimator, with everyone's favorite petulant genius cast in the titular role titular 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 role in it kanye west attempts to reanimate a moribund hip-hop scene only to come to the conclusion that his music is so powerful it should be used to reanimate the dead but of course and after he
1: after he becomes president
0: of course (laughs) And who better to reanimate than those two legendary Titans gone before their time? Biggie and Tupac. Tupac, of course. Hilarity and Carnage and Sue.
1: Yay. I I I, I think it's a hilarious idea. I love it. I think it's fantastic. I, I don't know shit about Kanye West. Unfortunately, I couldn't tell you one song, but
0: um, I'm not super familiar. I mean I'm a, I've heard some of his work because um my husband bought one of his albums and and left a couple I don't of know his shit, songs. But you know what? I just but this, you know, it's 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 brilliant and I think you know, let's see what is it? it's on Kindle it's only 2.99. And I think everyone needs to go out and buy well, it. I was going to say, book. how can you
1: go wrong for two ninety nine? Just fucking buy the thing. Yeah,
0: buy it and then write to us and tell us what you think about it. Exactly. And it has one customer review and it's five stars. But so, of course. You know, it's probably the author's best friend. I shouldn't say oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> that was really me. I know, I Because, you know, we've never had any of our best friends ever review oh, our books. Never. I can't even imagine doing that. <laughs> No, I, I think this is. I think this is great, and I think people will enjoy it. You know.
1: Yeah, and you know what? If you guys come across, I mean, I know that there's a bunch of these authors and a bunch of. Oh, we never read Booty Call for Cthulhu.
0: We'll we'll get to that next All week. All
1: right, that's really one. I know, I know. It's tentacle porn, whatever. No, but I it's love one of my porn. favorites. Yeah. No, we'll we'll. And there's we'll, Call Girl of Cthulhu too. Like there's a bunch of them now. We'll
0: see. Well, we'll do one book a week, so <laughs> All we're right. covered. Okay, I think that's it for this episode. I think we're done. All right, so it's been wicked. Ciao.